This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Thursday, July 20th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Alley. Here's today's headlines. McKinney, Clovis nominations. Key nutrition posts filled. Mexican envoy warns corn growers. And U.S.-China meet on trade. The White House is finally beginning to fill some positions at USDA. Last night, the White House announced the long-awaited nominations of Indiana Agriculture Director Ted McKinney to become Undersecretary for Trade and Foreign Agricultural Affairs, Sam Clovis to be Undersecretary for Research, Education, and Economics. McKinney spent 19 years with Dow AgriSciences, 14 years with Alanco, a subsidiary of Eli Lilly and Company. Clovis served as chief policy advisor on the Trump campaign and has been working as a senior White House advisor at USDA since the president took office. Sources say that another likely nominee, Iowa Agriculture Secretary Bill Northey, is still bogged down in meeting paperwork requirements. Northey is expected to be named as undersecretary for farm and conservation programs. Sensky nomination reaches the hill. Earlier yesterday, White House announced that the president has formally sent the Senate the nomination of Steve Sensky to be Deputy Agriculture Secretary. Sensky is the CEO of the American Soybean Association. The big question now is how soon the Senate can act on Sensky. A spokeswoman for the Senate Agriculture Committee said they have no timeline yet for handling the nomination. Appointees named for USDA nutrition posts. Agriculture Secretary Sonny Perdue has filled some key positions at USDA to oversee the biggest part of the department's budget, nutrition assistance programs, and federal school lunch and breakfast programs. These appointments, which don't require Senate confirmation, will be key in working on changes to child nutrition standards and in advising Congress in development of the new Farm Bill. Brandon Lips, a former House Agriculture Committee aide, has been named administrator of the Food and Nutrition Service. He'll also serve as acting undersecretary for Food, Nutrition, and Consumer Services. During his work on the House Committee, Lip led the nutrition policy team that developed changes to the Supplemental Nutrition Assistance Program during debate on the 2014 Farm Bill. Purdue also named Maggie Lyons as Chief of Staff of the Undersecretary for Food and Nutrition and Kaylee Tikatz as Policy Advisor. She comes to USDA from the National Grocers Association, where she was the Senior Government Relations Director. She led the group's work on the SNAP and WIC programs. Tikatz has been Director of Food Policy for the Corn Refiners Association and previously held senior positions at the Snack Food Association and National Grocers Association. The first round of NAFTA talks set for August. U.S., Canadian, and Mexican negotiators will meet in Washington from August 16th through August 20th for the first round of negotiations to overhaul the North American Free Trade Agreement, U.S. Trade Representative Robert Lighthizer announced yesterday. Most U.S. farm groups have been upbeat about the negotiations since the USTR said last week that keeping duty-free agriculture trade intact is a core goal during the talks. Mexican ambassador, we're protecting ourselves. Mexico's ambassador to the United States, Geronimo Gutierrez Fernandez, says his country is eager to get past the NAFTA negotiations. But he warned that Mexico is making sure it will have sources of grain ready if it can no longer count on U.S. corn. 
we really want to get this off the table as soon as possible. He said yesterday at an appearance before the National Corn Growers Association, which is holding their annual Corn Congress in Washington this week. He said Mexico has been exploring other grain sources as a contingency. What governments need to do is guarantee the food supply and we import a lot of grain. Then he added, it makes a lot more sense to go through you. He also praised members of the Trump administration. Agriculture Secretary Sonny Perdue, he said, is extremely active. The ambassador said Commerce Secretary Wilbur Ross is very much engaged. China meeting ends with little fanfare. U.S. and Chinese negotiators met all day yesterday in Washington for the comprehensive economic dialogue, but it's unclear what was accomplished. Both governments had scheduled press conferences after the meeting, but they were canceled. Treasury Secretary Steve Mnuchin and Commerce Secretary Wilbur Ross said in a joint statement after the meeting that China acknowledged our shared objective to reduce the trade deficit, which both sides will work cooperatively to achieve. Since the presidential summit, the first 100 days made progress on important issues, including credit ratings, bond clearing, electronic payments, commercial banking, and liquefied natural gas. U.S. Trade Representative Robert Lighthizer told AgriPulse the meeting held at the Treasury Department was generally constructive, but he wouldn't go into detail. H-2A expansion faces some old barriers. Despite congressional action this week aimed at expanding the H-2A farm worker visa program, the effort still faces stiff resistance from Democrats and some Republicans. The House Judiciary Committee held a hearing on H-2A yesterday, a day after the House Appropriations Committee adopted an amendment to the Homeland Security Spending Bill that would make the visas available for year-round workers. The visas are currently limited to seasonal workers. But Democrats have long resisted addressing H-2A outside of a larger immigration bill that would provide citizenship to illegal immigrants. A senior Democrat on the Judiciary Committee, Zoe Lofgren of California, said, I hope we can all agree that the viable solution is a balanced approach. Sarah Fry, the CEO of Fry Farms, a major producer of fruits and vegetables based in Illinois, told the committee that Congress should consider allowing undocumented farm laborers to join a guest worker program. She said that H-2A is vital to her company's operations. White House announces Infrastructure Council. President Trump is forming a council to advise the administration on the best ways to improve the nation's infrastructure. The council will be run out of the Commerce Department and will include 15 members representing various sectors of the economy, including real estate, finance, and construction. Agriculture is not listed as one of those industries to be represented, but the executive order says that more sectors could be added. Bad timing. House Agriculture Chairman Mike Conway had to delay yesterday's hearing on rural infrastructure for about 10 minutes because of technical problems with the committee's microphones. Conway joked when he opened the meeting after the system reboot, speaking of infrastructure needs, witnesses at the three-hour hearing put an emphasis on the expanding affordable access to broadband in rural areas. They said government help is critical since it's difficult to find private investment in rural projects. Well, that's Daybreak for this Thursday, July 20th. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by McLeod, Watkinson & Miller, America's most experienced law firm in agricultural and derivatives law, and by Dairy Management Incorporated. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, 
I'm Jeff Downey. 